AU100 is WAUE HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. All the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Baseball, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by Auburn Express Towing, also Brooke Law Group, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, Auburn Bank, and Russell Building Supply. Now, here is color analyst Carter Bird and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. We are live here at Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama at John Mills Field for baseball season here in 2023. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic for our first broadcast of the season for Lee Scott Academy baseball as we are just a few minutes away from opening pitch here between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy. Clouds are here. It's starting to spit a little rain. Hopefully it'll avoid us. So we'll just kind of play it by ear as we go. But hope you're all doing well on this Thursday afternoon excited for baseball season after a state championship football season and a final four basketball appearance for both the girls and the boys it's now time to turn to a newly renovated and a nice looking john meals field here at least scott academy they did some renovations in the offseason and man does it look good this is borderline college level looks right here for lee scott academy new wall out there all across the outfield you've got beautiful looking grass dirt all the way around it is a beautiful scene here here in Auburn, Alabama, but getting you ready for opening pitch here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as uh, we get ready for the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. It's brought to you by Russell Building Supply and Do It Center. Uh, experience and knowledge from the bros at your hometown home center. Well, this is our first broadcast, but getting the rundown on this team so far for Lee Scott, 2-2 two and two on the year, and uh, pitching has really been the strong point so far for this Lee Scott team. couple of returning pitchers and a couple of new guys as well. Uh, should be an exciting time on the hump for Lee Scott. And then getting the those bats working is something that uh, I've been talking with some of the coaches about. Getting those bats working, couple of nice wins, couple of tough losses against Patelli and Calvary, but looking to come back strong against a very talented Chambers Academy team who is four and zero on the season. They have not given up a run in those four games. So Lee Scott going to have to get the bats working a little bit today to come out with the victory, get above 500, and get a win here on a cloudy, very nice temperature style day here at John Meals Field at Lee Scott Academy. Remind this is the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. When we come back, I will give you your starting lineups. We'll be ready for first pitch here between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy. This is Lee Scott, ba or Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. This just in, Auburn Bank has completed their 114th year of serving their community. This next one goes out to Auburn Bank, champions of you. Touchdown, Auburn Bank, the champions of you are 114-0. Welcome to Auburn Bank. How can we help? I hear y'all are undefeated. Helping you achieve your financial goals is our goal. Visit championsofyou.com to see how we can serve you. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Back here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, as we are uh, just awaiting the start of this one between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy in baseball. As football and basketball seasons are behind us, it's now time for baseball here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. As, again, we are just a couple of minutes away from first pitch. And we'll get you your starting lineups. Go ahead and get you those. Those are brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price. We'll start with the Chambers Academy Rebels. One through nine here for the Rebels. It'll be Hand, Yurta, Barnes, Coker, Tarver, Jones, Haley, Yurta, and Baker. And your starting pitcher will be uh, Yurta today. He will wear number two for the Chambers Academy Rebels. And for your Lee Scott Warriors, one through nine, the batting order, Cade Hudson, Garrett West, Kane Eddins. It'll be, or Lane Eddins, excuse me, Jake Cummings, Sam Jackson, Landry Cochran, Pell. Reeves, Hayden Harper, and Hutch Sprayberry. Some very familiar names on this roster from football and basketball. Excited to see what we've got here in baseball. Your starting pitcher today will be Harrison Short. And man, when I was taking over the Lee Scott Sports Network last season, watching Harrison Short pitch in the baseball season was truly special to see. I'm excited to see how he has gotten better uh, from last year because he was an animal last year. Excited to see what he does here today against Chambers Academy. Again, those were your starting lineups brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner O. Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. Well, I talked about it a little bit, but really, really interested to see this new look Lee Scott team with a new head coach, Tim Hudson, the legendary Tim Hudson head coaching this Lee Scott team now. So really, really interested to see what he has implemented into this young squad. And look, coaching high school sports is very, very, uh, it's very interesting and it's very uh, particular because you're dealing with high school kids. And you've got to find out a way to implement some life skills and also baseball lessons as well. And so who better to do that than Tim Hudson? So excited to see what this team looks like at 2-2 two and two so far. They're taking on a 4-0 Chambers Academy team, starting to spit some more a little bit. And all we can do is hope that the rain holds off here at Lee Scott Academy. Excited to see it. We are just a couple of minutes away from first pitch. We'll go ahead and take another break, come back, and wrap up the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. And we will have first pitch for you between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy here here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can. Because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. 
look out. Gory's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gory's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can. Because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gory's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gory's Furniture Express, your express way to save Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do it center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do it center at Building Supply. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Just had the prayer in the National Anthem, and you know what that means. It's time for Lee Scott Baseball here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Jacob Goins with you here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the, opening, or by the Orthopedic Clinic as we wrap up the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch. That was brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. This first inning of Lee Scott Baseball is brought to you by Auburn Bank Champions of You and proud to sponsor Lee Scott Warrior Baseball. And reminder that today's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, I hope you're excited as I am because it is baseball season. It feels like it was just yesterday I was sitting here this time last year calling Lee Scott baseball. And just like that, another season is underway again. This Lee Scott team, 2-2 two and two on the season, taking on Chambers Academy, 4-0, and oh, who have not given up a run yet this season. So Lee Scott has got some work to do as they will start in the field. Lee Scott in their home Navy, dark Navy uniforms, white letters, white numbers, and white trim down the side looking sharp in red letters on the front and uh, Chambers Academy in royal blue white letters, white numbers and white pants so looking forward to this one Lee Scott will start in the field again your starting pitcher tonight is Harrison Short he wears number 3 and uh, man he can pitch he, he had some velocity last year that was really impressive to me, his location was on and uh, one of the shutdown pitchers that Lee Scott had this time last year so excited to see what he has worked on and how he has improved even from what he was last year so First batter will be double zero hand, uh, who is starting in center field for Chambers Academy. As they just did the national anthem on this side, they have the national anthem for softball going over there as well. So, uh, you know, baseball and softball playing at the same time. And, uh, it's just you know they they tried to get everything in at one point and in, in one in one swing so uh, they've got the anthem going so we're actually going to just let that play for just a second. AU100 is WAUE HD Waverly Auburn Opelika home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
Well, we were able to pause 10 seconds for a station identification, so get that in as we approach 4 o'clock, and we should just be about ready for Lee Scott and Chambers Academy Baseball here at John Mills Field, and I can't express how good this field looks right now. They did the renovations over the offseason, and it looks very, very good. That big blue wall out there all the way from the left to the right, and uh, it is very, very nice looking, so Lee Scott should be proud of themselves for how this field looks uh, coming into 2023. Again, Harrison Short will be your starting pitch tonight it will be it'll be Edens who will be catching for him uh, for Lee Scott so Lane Edens will be your catcher tonight and Harrison Short will be your starting pitcher wearing number three on the hump as again it'll be uh, double zero hand who will be the first batter tonight for Chambers Academy he'll step up and we are just about ready for Lee Scott and Chambers Academy baseball our first broadcast here on the Lee Scott Sports Network And the first pitch is delivered from short. And it's a little low for ball number one. Well, again, coming into today, talking with some of the coaches for Lee Scott, pitching was the strong point is what I was uh, given and, and said that pitching was where this team has won their ballgame so far. Second one, pitch is a dribbler to the third base, scooped up. Nice, easy throw to first, and the first out of the ballgame is there. Good-looking play, nice routine play. Cade Hudson at, at third base, able to swoop it up and get it over to first for the out to Sam Jackson. So Braxton Yerda, who will step up to, to bat now. He is also your starting pitcher tonight for Chambers Academy. Wind picks up a little bit. It's on and off spitting rain, so hopefully we can avoid that here as uh, there's a big dark cloud over the field right now but hasn't dropped anything yet. Knock on wood. Short delivers a slow roller, can't get it in, and it's ball number one. Still no score. Lee Scott in Chambers, top of the Auburn Bank first inning. Second pitch delivered from Short, and it's a popped up way down the first baseline. Foul territory, see if they can get over to it, and it cannot. It's out of play, and a first strike is on the board again. Wind picking up a little bit, so I apologize for any feedback, but a 1-1 count, one away here in the Auburn Bank first inning. Still no score, Lee Scott and Chambers Academy, and offensively, Chambers is, is, is up there. They've done some damage this year, but it's been the defensive side so far, not giving up a run, so Lee Scott got to get out of the top and get to the bats as that one's ripped back towards the softball field in foul territory and it's now a one-two count Harrison Short looking for the second out of the inning. Cade Hudson on third, Sam Jackson on first, Pelzer Reese playing second, and Hayden Harper at shortstop. That's your infield right now for Lee Scott. That one is popped up high down in foul territory again, just gets out of play over the fence, and it's another one-two count. Your outfield moving right to left is Garrett West in right. It'll be Hutch Sprayberry in center, and Jake Cummings playing left, and again, your catcher is Lane Edens. The one-two from short. And rip back into the net towards us. Foul. And another 1-2 coming. Still one away off the ground out from uh, hand to start the game for Chambers Academy. Still no score. Lee Scott and Chambers tied at zero. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you're in a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Winds and delivers short and can't catch it in. And it's now a 2-2 count. So a long at bat for number two, Braxton Yurta, who will be your starting pitcher as well for Chambers Academy. Here's the 2-2 from Short. And it's hit a little blooper up to second base, scoops it up and tosses it over and just in time. 
Got him out. He dropped it afterwards, but does able to get the out is Sam Jackson at first. Two away for Chambers. So now A.J. Barnes will step up for Chambers Academy. Where's number seven? He'll be starting at third tonight for Chambers Academy. The tall right-handed batter puts it high up off his shoulder. First pitch from short, slow and in there. And can't get the call. First ball, first pitch is a ball. Two away here in the Auburn Bank first inning. If A.J. Barnes is able to get on, it'll be the shortstop, Coker, who will come up next. That one in the dirt. And into the backstop, it's 2-0. 2-0 count for Chambers Academy, A.J. Barnes. Two away, top of the first, still no score. Winds and delivers this short. That one's low. And it's a quick 3-0 count now on A.J. Barnes. Again, the shortstop Coker on deck for the Rebels. That high off his shoulder. Short delivers, and it's a little high. And that's a four-pitch walk for A.J. Barnes. He'll take a base, and that brings the shortstop Coker. And the first base runner is on for Chambers Academy. So we'll see how Harrison Short can respond off the four-pitch walk. Got a man on first, two away. Top of this Auburn Bank first inning. Still no score between Lee Scott and Chambers Academy. As Coker takes his time, now steps in, does the right-handed batter. Short takes his time, winds and fires, and it's a little high. 1-0 count. That is five straight balls for Harrison Short. Got to reel it in a little bit. Stares down his catcher, Lane Eddins. Peeks back at first, throws over to first. Can't get there. He's able to get back. But a quick throw over from Harrison Short, trying to catch Barnes off of first base, but he's able to get back. That's about a two-step lead right now. Short peeks back over. Kicks and fires. A good-looking pitch. Can't get the call. 2-0. And that's now six straight balls for Harrison Short coming off the four-pitch walk to Barnes. That's down 2-0 on Coker. 2-0 count. Two away. Top of the first. Man on first for Chambers Academy. Harrison Short trying to get out of it. He fires. And hits him. Hits him right in the back. Hits him in the back. And that's now after two straight ground outs to start the game. It's now a walk and a hit by pitch for Chambers Academy. They've got two on with two away. And Leighton Eddins going to come out and talk to Harrison Short a little bit to try to calm him down and try to get this last third out and get to the bats. Man on first and second for Chambers. That'll bring up their catcher. Uh, number five batting in the fifth spot is Tarver. Clouds continue to move. It's a very cloudy day. Lights have come on here at John Mills Field. Temperature is just about perfect. A little bit of breeze to our back looking over the field as the first pitch from Short swung on. Can't get to it. Tipped it a little bit. And that's the first strike. And Harrison Short needed that one. Maybe a little confidence boost to try to get Tarver and the third out here. 0-1 count is Short. Peaks back at second. A big lead back there on second base. But Short's going to deliver. Slow roller gets it in there, strike two. 
A quick 0-2 count. Short could use this one, and Lee Scott could as well. 0-2 count, two away, top of the Auburn Bank, first inning, man on first and second for the Rebels. Short peaks back at second, winds and fires. And it's hit hard into left. Does it get down? Tries to make a sliding play in left. Can't get there. Cummings dropped it in left. One run will slide it and score. Throws not in time. And just like that, Chambers is on the board as, as it'll be A.J. Barnes to come around and score. It's a double for Tarver, and he scored the first run. And Chambers now leads 1-0. So Harrison Short, after a four-pitch walk and a hit-by-pitch, got got Tarver in a 0-2 hole, unable to complete the complete the inning right there. Gives up the double and an RBI, and Chambers on top, one nothing with runners in scoring position, second and third, and that brings up the right fielder Jones, wearing number 14, the lefty for Chambers Academy. And that's hit hard into left. That'll be down for a base hit past the shortstop. One run scores. Here comes Chambers again. Throw is home. He's unable to corral it. Can't pick it up with the glove. Two runs will score. And just like that, Chambers Academy takes a 3-0 lead here in the first. That was a hard hit ball right past Hayden Harper. The diving attempted short couldn't get there. And then Jake Cummings made a nice throw, got it all the way to Edens, the catcher. He tried to make the tag before fully getting the ball, couldn't reach down to pick it back up. Two runs score. And just like that, it's 3 nothing. Chambers here in the first with two away. All the damage has been done with two outs so far for the Rebels and a little meeting on the mound right now for the Lee Scott infield. So a couple of walks really hurt Harrison Short here in this first inning. Nothing Lee Scott can't come back from, but you know, when you get into those, you got him in a 0-2 hole, two outs, uh, just a tough break there. Two hard hit balls to left, and you know had Jake Cummings on the first play make the sliding attempt, almost got there, just couldn't quite get under it. And then the second time it was again uh, the shortstop Harper made the diving attempt, just couldn't quite get there. And two runs score off of that. It's now three nothing Chambers over Lee Scott as. As a mound visit is now over, and we'll see what Lee Scott is able to do in a 3-0 hole. So now number 15, Bryson Haley steps in for Chambers Academy, wearing number 15 with a runner on first. Short sends it in there, big swing, can't get to it, strike one on Haley. And with the first baseman for Chambers Academy today, if he's able to get on, it'll be Yurta the DH to come up next after this. The 0-1, slow, able to get it in there, a little high, able to get it, and that's now an 0-2 hole. We've seen this once. Can Harrison Short get out of the inning with an 0-2 count, two outs away here in this Auburn Bank top of the first inning? Man on first, Short looks back to him, kicks the leg and fires. And got him to reach out for it. Three pitches, three strikes, and the first strikeout on the day for Harrison Short. But not after the damage is done for Chambers Academy. They lead 3-0 as we head to the bottom of the first here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Back here live at John Mills Field at Lee Scott Academy, your Lee Scott Warriors. They trail Chambers 3-0 to zero as we head to the bottom of the Auburn Bank first inning. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Well, a couple of walks and a couple of base hits to left field it gets Chambers on the board early. They lead Lee Scott 3-0. to zero. But here's what's coming up for your Lee Scott Warriors in the bottom of this Auburn Bank first inning. It'll be Cade Hudson, the third baseman, to lead off for Lee Scott. Then Garrett West, the right fielder will bat second. Lane Eddins, the catcher, will bat third. And if they're able to get somebody on, it'll be Jake Cummings in the fourth spot playing left field today. He will bat fourth for your Lee Scott Warriors. Interested to see what the bats can do here as Lee Scott trails 3-0. Don't have to get it all back in one inning. You'd love to do that, but not necessarily have to. Try to get the bats working, get on base, and get generate a little offense. As I told you in the pregame, Chambers has yet to give up a run this year, 4-0 on the season. So, got to get the bats working early, draw a couple of walks, and get a couple of strong hits. Pretty much what Chambers did in the first inning, it's a perfect start. It's what you'd love to see if you're Lee Scott here in the bottom of the first. Again, Chambers in their royal blues with white hats, white numbers, white letters, and white pants. Lee Scott in their all-navy. They look sharp. Looks a little similar to uh, what Auburn University broke out this past weekend in their dark navy blues. But Lee Scott has the white letters and red numbers on the front, white numbers on the back with white helmets. So looking sharp is Lee Scott here. So is this field. Man, I can't get over how good John Meals Field looks right now. With all the renovations they did, it is very, very nice. So, again, Kate Hudson will start out batting for your Lee Scott Warriors, and it is Braxton Yurta, the starting pitcher tonight for Chambers Academy, and he quickly delivers, and it's low. Hudson takes the ball. Hudson, one of the power hitters on this team, uh, had a, many home runs last year that I was able to call. I remember a couple of them at Glenwood as that one's ripped back foul all the way near the concession stand, and it's a 1-1 count. And uh, again, Kate Hudson, the power hitter for Lee Scott, and a big leadoff bat for the Warriors. He's somebody you, you expect to get on more times than not, and uh, he's a big bat to start off for Lee Scott. He's got a 1-1 count now. And that's hit high into center field. That thing touched the clouds all the way back, but the center fielder gets underneath it and is able to make the grab. Is hand double zero playing center field today for Chambers, and it's one away here in the bottom of the first. Garrett West now comes up playing right field today for Lee Scott, batting in the two-hole. You're infield for Chambers Academy. Again, pitcher's Braxton. You're in a catcher is Tarver. Playing at first is Bryson Haley. Second is Baker. Third is A.J. Barnes. And your catcher, again, is Tarver. And then shortstop is Coker. As that first one is ripped back foul for strike number one. Your outfield moving right to left is Jones and right. It is... Uh, yeah, Jones in right, you have a uh, hand in center field, and then uh, trying to see uh, what 
what we had here. I may have written that down wrong, but we'll get there in just a second. 1-1 one, one count, one away, bottom of the first. That one is low, and a 2-1 count now on Garrett West. And it's Arwood playing left, so I uh, I did not write that down properly. I got it now, though. It is Arwood playing in left, so he is out there in left, and it's now a 3-1 count for Garrett West. Nobody on, and it's a 3-0 lead for Chambers. Here's the 3-1 count. It's high, and that's a walk for Lee Scott. They've got their first base runner of the afternoon. And I talked about it. That's exactly what you have to do if you are Lee Scott. Get a base runner, get a little generation, and uh, see what you can do. You now have a base runner. And that brings up Lane Eddins, the catcher, wearing number 13, batting right-handed. He comes up, see if he can generate some offense for Lee Scott. Throw over to first, and he's able to get back is Garrett West. For Lee Scott, they trail Chambers 3-0, bottom of the Auburn Bank first innings, just one away. As Eddins up to bat, if he's able to get on after him, it is Jake Cummings who is on deck for Lee Scott, and that's in there for a called strike. Yurta has a quick windup and delivery, and he kicks over, throws back to first base, and West is able to get back over. Had a couple of steps, but able to get back. That's twice now he's thrown over there. But as I was saying, Yurta has a very quick uh, setup and delivery. He stares in, not a very wide stance on it, and he kicks it, and he is ready to go as he is right now, delivers. And that's a hard-hit ball straight up to the shortstop. Tag second, throw over for the double play. They got it. And a double play ball just like that ends the inning. One, two, and just like that, the third. We head to the second here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Chambers leads 3-0 on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Well, we head to the second inning here at John Mills Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Chambers Academy here on the road at Lee Scott Academy. They lead the Warriors 3 to nothing as we head to the second. As the Warriors in that first inning, pitcher Harrison Short was able to work in two ground outs to start the inning, gave up a four-pitch walk, then hit the batter, and after that, it was a double and then the single that drove in three runs for the Chambers Academy Rebels, and that's how we get to where we are now with a 3 nothing lead for the Rebels at the start of this second inning. 
But Harrison Short did end the inning with a strikeout on Bryson Haley, so maybe that gives him a little bit more confidence coming into this second inning. It'll be Yurda, Baker, and then back to the top of the lineup for hand is the three batters so far in this inning for Chambers Academy. And Yurta steps into the box, and we're ready to go. Yurta, the designated hitter, batting in the eighth spot. First pitch is delivered from short. Good-looking pitch. It's in there. Call strike one. Short faces up straight to the batter. Turns, kicks, and fires. And inside, but gets the call strike two. I like it. And a quick 0-2 hole now for the pitcher Harrison Short for your Lee Scott Warriors. He's got Yurta in the 0-2 hole. How about a third strike right here? And tried a little slow roller, hits the plate on its way in. It's the first ball, but still a 1-2 count. Nobody out in the top of this second inning. A 3-0 lead for Chambers Academy. And Harrison Short looking for his second strikeout of the day. He kicks and delivers. And tipped it back into the backstop. Did Yurta, and he'll have another chance. Wind has died down a little bit. I think the rain may have moved out, but as soon as I say that, it may just start pouring on us. That's how it goes in Radio Land. Here's the one-two, and he went. Did they look down? And they're going to say no. They're going to say he didn't go, and it'll be a two-two count now as that one was low and away from Harrison Short. Two-two count now on Yurta, the designated hitter for the Rebels. Short delivers the two-two. And can't get it in there. And it's now a quick 3-2 count now full on Yurta. Nobody on, nobody out for the Rebels. Here's the 3-2. Good-looking pitch. Got him called strike three. Yurta didn't like it, but that's a nice-looking pitch. A good bounce back, if you will, for Harrison Short. His second strikeout of the day. And that brings up number 10, Cole Baker for Chambers Academy, batting in the ninth spot, playing second base today for the Rebels. First pitch is hit up high over here towards us. It's going to hit off the top of the dugout, and that's in foul territory. An 0-1 count now on Baker. 0-1 count, one away, 3-0 Chambers in the top of the second inning over Lee Scott Academy. And without the rain, it's a beautiful day for baseball. Clouds are covering the sun. There's a nice little, again, an off and on breeze to our backs as Short delivers the 0-1. And as a button tried to lay down, it is put over here near the dugout and in foul territory. So now it is 0-2 on the ninth hole hitter, Cole Baker. See what the strategy is here for Baker. You'd expect him to stand in there and try to go after this one. Short faces the batter, gloved at his chest, spins and fires. And tried to sneak it in there inside, couldn't do so. And it's now a 1-2 count, one away, top of the second. Dugout yelling at the infield, be ready to make a play. Here's the pitch from Short, and it's outside low. And it's 2-2 now, evened up the count. Two strikeouts so far for Harrison Short. Could get another one right here with a 2-2 count on the ninth hole hitter, Baker. 
And that's hit hard. A little blooper, if you will, into right field. And able to get there, but he dropped it in right. Had his glove on it. Got underneath it. Did Garrett West. Just couldn't complete the grab. And it's now uh, a gimme base runner for Fort Chambers Academy, and they're able to sneak a, sneak a man on right there. And it's a tough play. Like I said, West had it in his glove. He was sort of reaching down for it, tried to bring it up, and just couldn't quite complete it. And that one gets away from Lee Scott. And Chambers has their first base runner of the second inning. And that'll bring up... The top of the lineup again for Chambers. It's Hand, who grounded out his first time up, tries to lay down a butt, missed it, and strike one. So Chambers here in this second inning already batted through the lineup. As they come back to the top, it is Hand with just one away. It is Braxton Yerna on deck for the Rebels. One man on, one away, top of this second inning. Short, a long pause, throws back over to first, but Baker back in plenty of time. So an 0-1 count, one away, top of the second inning with a man on first for Chambers. Short changed it up his, his approach a little bit. Steps forward with that left foot. Turn back face to first base and kicks and fires. And it's a dribbler up to third. Hudson comes up with it, throws to second, turns one, tries to turn two, and he got it. Turn two, good-looking play. Cade Hudson over to second base for Pelzeriz, who gets the out and gets over to first for the double play, and Lee Scott is out of it. Three-nothing, we head to the bottom of the second here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can. Because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Bottom of the second inning here at Lee Scott Academy, your Lee Scott Warriors trail the Chambers Academy Rebels three to nothing here at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Well, what could have been an ugly scene is a double play turn for Lee Scott in the top of that inning. They get out of it, and now the bats will come back to work for Lee Scott. And here's what's coming up for your Warriors. It'll be Jake Cummings, Sam Jackson, Landry Cochran, the three up first for Lee Scott in the bottom of this second inning, looking to get something going a little bit as they trail Chambers three to nothing thanks to three runs in the top of the first inning by the Rebels. 
And last time up for Lee Scott, it was a Cade Hudson fly out, a Garrett West walk, and then Lane Eddins a ground out into the double play. And so Lee Scott trying to get some base runners and get them moving a little bit here in the bottom of the second. Still Braxton Yurta on the hump for Chambers Academy. Number 15, Jake Cummings playing left. Takes the first pitch high, and it's a 1-0 count. Quickly now for Yurta. Pitches in there, catches the corner outside, and it's a called strike that evens up the count at one apiece. Stands are full here at Lee Scott Academy for this game today. For Lee Scott and Chambers Academy, we expect a good one. We've got one so far as Yurta tries to drop it in. Can't do so. 2-1 count now on Cummings. Batting in the fourth spot is Cummings. On deck is Sam Jackson. Cochran is in the hole for Lee Scott. Delivers quickly now to Yurta and off the glove of the catcher for Chambers Academy. Now a 3-1 count on Jake Cummings looking to get a base runner are the Warriors. Yurta holds the glove high and delivers into the dirt. That's a walk now, 4-1, and Cummings will take base as Sam Jackson steps up for Lee Scott in an opening base runner in the bottom of the second inning. Lee Scott looking to cut into a 3-0 hole against Chambers. Sam Jackson, the tall right-hander, steps in. And that's high. As Cummings thought about running for second, and then as Tarver, the catcher, popped up for Chambers Academy, he decided, well, maybe not this time. But he'll take a nice lead over on first, about a three-and-a-half-step lead over there off of first. Yurta delivers, and a good-looking pitch as Jackson takes the first strike. It's a 1-1 count. Still nobody out. Bottom of the second inning. Lee Scott has a base runner on first and a 3-0 deficit against Chambers. Yurta looks back at first, and he's going to throw, and able to get back is Cummings, but barely. He's able to slide in. Still a 1-1 count now on Sam Jackson, playing first base today for Lee Scott. Yurta delivers, runner goes, swing, miss, can't get there, pops up, throw is there, it's in time, and they got him. They got him out at second base. Cummings was beat by about a step. And unable to get there in time, and it's an out on Jake Cummings trying to steal second. One away now here in the second inning. One-two count now on Sam Jackson. One away after the throw out at second. You're at a slow delivery, slower than usual, and it's a little high, and it's going to be a two-two count now. Still one out in the bottom of this second inning. Yurta fires, and that's a blooper into right. It's going to be down the right side baseline. Can they get there? I don't think they did. It's going to be fair, and Jackson turns, going for two. Throw is there. It's in time, and they make the throw from down the right side, right baseline, and they're going to get him out at second base as Jackson turned the corner at one, tried to go two. Throw was there, and they get him, and it's an out for Lee Scott, and now a quick two-out hole here in this second inning.
Well, that'll bring up Landry Cochran now as the first pitch high and outside. 1-0 count. Cochran, the designated hitter today for Lee Scott. It's starting to spit a little rain. Not some, some not-so-pretty clouds starting to roll in from back behind us. So hopefully those uh, don't hold anything too nasty. And that pitch is in and a little high and off the glove of Tarver. It's now a quick 2-0 count on Landry Cochran. Two outs, nobody on for Lee Scott. They trail Chambers 3-0 here in the bottom of the second. Cochran stands back into the box. You're to deliver quickly now. And that's low and in the dirt for ball number three. Cochran looking to hold here. If Cochran is able to get on, it's Pelzer Reeves on deck for Lee Scott. And that was a good comeback pitch. 3-1 now for Landry Cochran. Yurta able to sneak one in there. Pitch from Yurta is inside. Cochran steps out of the way, and he'll jog down to first base. He forces a walk, and it's another base runner for Lee Scott. They tried to have a couple of them. They did have one in this inning, got thrown out at second. And then after the blooper down... The right field line for Sam Jackson. He was thrown out, and now Landry Cochran will step up to first base, and Pelzer Rees will step into the batter's box, looking to get something going with two outs here in the bottom of the second. And it's a dribbler up to third base, backhanded play, and throws it over. It's a little low. Can't scoop it out of the dirt, and it's a base hit. Here comes Lee Scott. They're going to round around first and second, and they'll hold at second and third. So a Able to get on is Pelzer Reeves with a hard hit ball to third. A.J. Barnes scooped in nicely with the backhand, a little bit low on the throw, and Bryson Haley unable to scoop it up at first. At least Scott's going to get on thanks to Pelzer Reeves running hard, not stopping, and a little bit of an error there for Chambers. At least Scott in business, two runners in scoring position. And with that, that brings up Hayden Harper. A shortstop today for Lee Scott. Where's number seven? After an impressive showing on the basketball floor, steps up here at John Mills Field. First pitch to him, and he takes a strike for the first one. 0-1 count, two away, bottom of the second. Lee Scott looking to come out of a 3-0 hole against Chambers Academy. If Harper able to get on, it'll be Sprayberry on deck. For the Warriors, that's high, but Harper went after it, lifts it into center field, back near the wall, able to get under it, and makes the grab his hand. Harper took it for a ride, but he flew it out to center, and that's how the second inning comes to an end. It was a quick start. Lee Scott made a little noise, but I'm not able to do anything with it. They trail Chambers 3-0 to zero as we head to the third here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, 
music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. Well, as we head to the third, your Lee Scott Warriors trail. Chambers Academy 3 to nothing here at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And Lee Scott's had some chances here uh, down the stretch to, or down the last couple of innings, I should say, to... Uh, really get back in this game. Haven't been able to do it quite yet, and so now they got to do it again with the pitching. We'll see if they're able to do so. As the first pitch is in there for a strike uh, for Harrison Short. Oh, one count. Short sidearm delivers hit into the back to the uh, dugout of Lee Scott, and it's a quick 0-2 hole now. As uh, Braxton Yerda is the batter for Chambers Academy, grounded out his first time up for the Rebels. 0-2 count for the right-hander. Bat high off his shoulder. Wide stance for number two. And it's in there. He reached for it. Sends it down the first baseline, and it's going to get into foul territory. Barely over that fence. Off a little uh, uh, off a building over there. Off the roof. And it's still an 0-2 count for the second place hitter, Braxton Yerda. And a little resupply of baseballs real quick to the home plate umpire. Still nobody out. 0-2 count on the leadoff hitter in this third inning. Braxton Yerda. It'll be A.J. Barnes and then Coker up next for Chambers Academy. That one is a little inside, and it's a 1-2 count now for Yerda. Chambers leads Lee Scott 3-0 thanks to three all three of those runs in the first inning. Short fires, and it's a little low in the dirt. And that evens up the count at two. Softball going on behind us for Lee Scott and Chambers Academy as well. And the temperature is absolutely perfect out here right now. You couldn't ask for anything better. Temperature dropped a little bit, a little bit of a breeze. It's beautiful. The 2-2 count, and it's outside. And that is a full count now for Braxton Erda. Again, he grounded out his first time up back in the first inning before before Chambers started a little rally in that first inning. Here's the full count pitch from Short. Gets him to go after it. Can't get there. And that's the third strikeout of the day for Harrison Short. And a big first out in this third inning. Harrison Short starting to settle in a little bit after uh, getting hit around a little bit in that first. He's starting to settle in in this third inning. One away now in the third. Brings up Barnes, who walked his first time, and that's a little low for ball number one. And the second pitch, a big swing and a miss for strike number one. One's across the scoreboard. One ball, one strike, one out here in the top of the third. Nobody on for Chambers, and it's Barnes batting right now for Chambers. Drops it in there, does Harrison Short. Good-looking pitch, and it's a 1-2 count now. How about back-to-back -back strikeouts for Harrison Short if he could get one here? 
Faces the batter straight up. Turns, kicks that leg high, and fires. And a good-looking pitch. Looked good for my angle, but can't get the call. 2-2 now on Barnes. And it's Coker on deck, who was hit by a pitch his last time up. That's what really started everything after Barnes walked. But here's the 2-2 now, and it's a little low, and a full count now. 3-2-1, three, three balls, two strikes, and one out in the top of this third inning. Lee Scott trying to avoid a bigger deficit than what they're in right now, which is 3-0 against Chambers. Short delivers to 3-2. And he got him on the backside. And it's another strikeout for Harrison Short. Barnes didn't like it, but it's another strikeout that is back-to-back -back now for Harrison Short. He's up to four on the day. Wind picking up a little bit again. Starting to get a little dark as the clouds just continue to roll through here at Lee Scott Academy. And first pitch is low, but gets the call. Strike one. Harrison Short in his bag right now for the Warriors. It's a quick 0-1 count on Coker. Again, the shortstop was hit by a pitch his first time up. Short quickly delivers now and gets away from the catcher off the backstop and all the way back to Harrison Short. That'll slow down play just a little bit. A new-looking mound this year for Lee Scott. It sits high up off the ground, uh, an actual mound, and it looks really, really good for Lee Scott. Short delivers again. It's a dribbler down the third baseline, but foul. And a 1-2 count now. And Lee Scott looking to get out of this third inning with a 1-2 count, two away for Chambers Academy. And for Lee Scott coming up, it'll be Hutch Sprayberry to lead off, Cade Hudson, and then Garrett West, the three batters for Lee Scott in the bottom of this third inning, but got to get the out here as Coker's got a 1-2 count. Harrison Short looking for his fifth strikeout on the day. He delivers the 1-2 and hits him in the ankle. Hits him in the ankle, and he will slowly walk up, does Coker. A little frustrated by the hit by pitch. And that is the second time he's been hit by a pitch today, so Understandable on the frustration a little bit. And that'll bring up Tarver, number five, who doubled his last time up. There's Luke Tarver, who doubled his last time and scored the first run for Chambers Academy. Now one on, still two outs, top of this third inning. Lee Scott trails Chambers 3-0. Short peaks back at first and fires. It's high. Ball one. Again, great turnout today from Lee Scott and Chambers Academy fans. Stands are full. Tons of people in lawn chairs. It's a perfect day afternoon for baseball. As we're in the top of the third inning, the 1-0 count to Luke Tarver from Harrison Short. And he, he stepped out. He stepped out of the box so the pitch won't count. And maybe a little late, but still a 1-0 count now. Two outs. Runner on first. Has about a two-step lead. Short takes his time, decides what he wants to do, now delivers the pitch, and it's high for ball number two. 2-0 count on the fifth hole hitter, Luke Tarver. Again, he doubled his last time up and drove in the first run for Chambers Academy. And that's hit high down the right field line. It's going to be in foul territory. Can they make the grab? No, they can't. And they're going to say foul ball. As Chambers, they were running, that's for sure, but they do eventually call foul ball. Everybody will come back, and it's now 2-1 for Luke Tarver. 
Couldn't fully see with the dugout here of Lee Scott, but they did call foul ball, so it hit the ground and foul territory, so we will do it again. 2-1 count now on Luke Tarver. Two away, one runner on first for Chambers Academy. They try to extend a 3-0 lead on your Lee Scott Warriors. Short looks over at first, and he's going to throw. And runner able to get back. As head coach Tim Hudson tells, the outfield back up just a little bit because both hits last in that first inning went out to left field as he's talking to Jake Cummings out there. 2-1 from short. And it's high. 3-1 now for Luke Tarver. And if he's able to get on, it'll be Jones who bats in that sixth spot for Chambers Academy. He had that single with a two RBI last time he was up. Short, fires a 3-1. That's hit hard into left. Same spot, same result. Diving effort, can't get there. Runner's going to round second. And here comes Chambers Academy. Throw is all the way into Cade Hudson. It's going to get over his head. They're coming home. Throw is there. Tag is made. And he gets the out. They tried to round third, and he couldn't get there. Heck of a throw from left field. Jake Cummings threw it right over Cade Hudson's head. All the way to the catcher, Lane Eddins. And that's good for out number three. We head to the bottom of the third. Lee Scott looking to cut into a 3-0 hole against Chambers here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. As we start the bottom of the third, your Lee Scott Warriors trail Chambers Academy three to nothing here at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And we remind you that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing offering 24-hour towing services. Well, Lee Scott, they've gotten the bats working a little bit. Last time, uh, it was a Pelzeriz was able to get to second thanks to an error, and then Harper did fly out after Landry Cochran walked. Pelzeriz uh, was uh, able to get on base, and then Harper flew out, gave it a ride to center field out there, but unable to do anything with it. So now that'll bring up Hutch Sprayberry, who bats in the ninth hole, playing center field today. It'll be him, Hudson, and West, the three batters for Lee Scott, in the bottom of this third inning, trying to generate some offense as they trail Chambers. 3-0. Watch Sprayberry, another one of those basketball standouts for Lee Scott as they made a run to the Final Four. And tries to lay down a bunt, but puts it into foul territory in the left side, and it's strike number one. And Coach Tim Hudson tells him, swing the bat. 
So we'll see what Sprayberry does. The left-hander stands up, and it's high, lets it go, and that evens the count at one. One-one count, still no outs here in the bottom of the third. And a good-looking pitch catches the outside corner for strike number two. Still Braxton Yurta on the mound for Chambers Academy. Hasn't recorded any strikeouts yet, but hasn't given up any runs either. The one-two tries to drop it in, can't get it to fall, and that evens the count at two apiece. Two-two count for Hutch Sprayberry. Where's number six, batting number nine, rips one, foul, way back into the parking lot. Good thing I parked my car on the other end. And the 2-2 would -two hit him. Hit him right in the elbow, took it. He stood there and took that right in the elbow, and he'll take a base. Sprayberry hit by a pitch. That is the first time that's happened for Lee Scott Warrior today. And that'll bring up the top of the lineup again, Cade Hudson for Lee Scott, who flew out his first time up. So runner on first, it is Sprayberry who has about a three-step lead on first. First pitch for Yurta is a little inside, and Hudson's bad. He didn't take a hack at it. Oh, one count now on the leadoff hitter for Lee Scott. Cade Hudson, runner on first. Still nobody out. They trail Chambers 3-0. Yurta throws over to first. Prayberry able to get back in time. After Hudson, it'll be Garrett West and Lane Eddins for Lee Scott here in this third inning. Yurta delivers, and it's low, bounces off the ground. Good stop for Luke Tarver back behind home plate. And we have a 1-1 count. Sprayberry with another 3-4 step lead off the of first. Yurta fires. That's hit hard into left center field. That thing goes all the way back to the wall. It's gone! Cade Hudson with a home run, a two-run shot over the 345 logo in left center field. And just like that, Lee Scott's back in the ballgame. Cade Hudson takes it for a ride all the way over the wall in left center field. And Lee Scott is pumped up right now. 3-2, just like that. They trail Chambers by one. And I talked about it in the pregame, and I talked about it when he took his first at bat. He is the power hitter for this Lee Scott team, and he showed it right there. That was a no-doubter into the woods here at John Meals Field. And the first pitch to Garrett West is high for ball number one. Cade Hudson with a two-run shot. Second pitch is high. Same spot, same result. 2-0 on Garrett West now. Working quickly is Braxton Yurta, and quickly three balls as that one's in the dirt. Garrett West looking to get on base with Lane Eddins and Jake Cummings up to bat next for the Warriors. Still nobody out in the bottom of this third inning, and the Warriors have life on offense. That one's low, and it's four pitches and a walk for Garrett West. Momentum starting to shift here at Lee Scott Academy. Two at-bats and two walks for Garrett West. So 0 for 2 technically, but uh, he's on base both times. And we'll see what Lane Eddins can do after grounding out into the double play his, flat, his first time up. 
And going to have a mound visit for Chambers Academy. Talked to Braxton Yurt a little bit. He started off really well. And didn't again didn't have any strikeouts, didn't give up any runs. Uh, but just like that, he gives up a hit by pitch to Hutch Sprayberry, a two-run shot to Cade Hudson, and has now walked Garrett West on four pitches. So maybe just trying to calm him down a little bit for Chambers Academy as the infield comes in for a visit. And this place exploded. The dugout was pumped up after Cade Hudson took it for a ride. It went all the way over the wall near 345 out there in left center field. And you can't do it any better than that. As Lee Scott is right back in this ball game. They trail Chambers 3-2 here in the bottom of the third. And after a quick mound visit, it will remain Braxton Yurta on the hump for Chambers Academy. Checks back at first. And delivers. Big swing. Can't get to it for Lane Eddins. First strike on him. Remember, it's Garrett West over on first base after the walk. He's got a two-and-a-half, three-step lead. Continues to extend it out a little bit. Yurta delivers. It's high. And West is going to jog back to first base. 1-1 one, one count. 3-2 deficit for Lee Scott after the Cade Hudson two-run homer. And that's hit down the right field line. It's going to drop for a base hit. It's going to drop, and everybody's going to know they're going to stay. He'll hold up at first, but it'll be uh, West who will round second and get to third. And a nice hit for Lane Eddins down the right baseline and the first burst face line, if you will. And a good-looking hit for Lane Eddins gets on base, and that'll bring up Jake Cummings for Lee Scott. Who walked his first time up, but then was thrown out trying to steal second. Lee Scott building some momentum here in the bottom of the third. Still nobody out. They trail Chambers 3-2. to two. Runners on the corners as Jake Cummings up to bat for Lee Scott. It is Sam Jackson on deck for the Warriors. Yerda's first pitch. Good looking in there for strike number one. The available pitchers today for Chambers Academy. Yerda on the hump right now. You also have Coker, Barnes, and Jones. So we'll see if if um, if Yerda is rocked anymore as the big swing can't get to it for Jake Cummings as uh, Edens is actually able to get over to second base. So now two runners in scoring position for Lee Scott. As I was saying, if Yerda continues to give up some hits and runs, we'll see what Chambers does and who they go to. Runners at second and third now. 1-1 one, one count for Jake Cummings. Yurta delivers high outside. Good stop, though, from Luke Tarver. And it's a 2-1 count. Still nobody out here in this bottom of the third. Yurta looks over at third. Stares down the batter and delivers. Big swing. Can't get to it. 2-2 two, two count now. No. I guess scoreboard was wrong. That's my apologies. I guess that is a strikeout. My apologies. So strikeout number one for Braxton Yurden. That's a strikeout for Jake Cummings. My apologies. Uh, Sam Jackson now steps up for Lee Scott. One away here in the bottom of the third. And Yurden sends it in a little high inside. Ball number one. Great clouds continue to roll back behind the woods in center field. Lights are on here at John Mills Field. The 1-0 from Braxton Yurta. 
is high and inside again on Sam Jackson. A 2-0 count, still one away. 3-2 Chambers on top of Lee Scott. But the Warriors have runners in scoring position second and third. Contact will more than likely score one. Yerda stares down third base. Looks in and delivers, and a hard-hit ball past the third baseman, diving off his glove, can't get there. One run scores for Lee Scott, and they'll hold up at third. And that's all it takes is a single for Sam Jackson, and that's an RBI for him, and we are tied at three. The diving attempt for Barnes at third base, it was off his glove, couldn't quite get the play, and it rolled into left field. One run scores, Lee Scott ties it at three, and still just one away here in this third inning. Brings up the designated hitter, Landry Cochran. Landry walked his first time up, but he's got runners on the corners. I expect him to be swinging right here. Slow roller, can't catch the plate though, and it's one nothing. The count on Landry Cochran. If he's able to get on and nobody get out, it's Pelzer Reeves on deck for Lee Scott. Yerda sends it in. It's high. 2-0 on Landry. Yerda steps off the hump for just a second. Checks back at first. Kicks the leg and fires. Big swing from Landry. Can't get there for a swing and strike. Landry, the designated hitter today, batting in that sixth spot, wearing number 10. Takes the pitch and rips it back into the net, and that evens up the count at two apiece. Two, two, one, two balls, two strikes, and one out here in the bottom of the third as Lee Scott has tied it with Chambers at three apiece. And that's going to bring up Pelzer Reeves as a swinging strike, number one on him. So Braxton Yerda has able to, uh, he's able to, he's rebounded a little bit here, does have runners on everywhere, and they actually walked. They walked Landry. They did. They walked him. So he's going to take another base. He steps up to first. I was a little confused on what happened there, but he actually takes first. And now you have Pelzer Reeves up. So bases are loaded for Lee Scott with a 1-1 count on Pelzer. Pitches in. It's low. 2-1 on him now. And Lee Scott is in business. So bases loaded for Lee Scott. 2-1 count as the clouds continue to roll in. The gray one's out over center field right now. A little lighter back behind us, though. And it's now a 3-1 count. One more walk. One more ball will walk in a run for Lee Scott as the wind picks up a little bit. Bases are loaded for the Warriors. 3-1 to Pelzer. He takes a hack at it. Can't get there. Strike two. Three, two, one, three balls, two strikes, and one out here in the bottom of the third. Pelzer Reeves up to bat with the bases loaded. Runners have big leads, takes a hack at it, pops it up here into the stands. Heads up, anybody sitting over here, and it hits on the concrete and out of play. We'll redo it at 3-2. So it's been a very busy inning for Lee Scott. Started 
with a Hutch Prayberry hit by pitch, and we've worked our way all the way down to Pelzer Reeves, who takes another 3-2, pops it up into foul territory again, back near the softball field, and almost hits somebody, but able to get out of the way. We will do it again at 3-2. You heard a lot of pitches in this inning for Chambers Academy. He works quickly now. Kicks up the leg shortly and hits it in. It's high. And out of walk in a run. Lee Scott with their first lead of the day. They lead 4-3. And that'll bring up Hayden Harper with the bases loaded. The shortstop for Lee Scott flew out his first time up. He's got a chance to do some damage right here, but just one away in the bottom of this third inning. Hutch Sprayberry on deck, and that would be a bat around for Lee Scott in this third. And a mound visit. Looks like we're going to have a pitching change, and we do. Yerda's day is done. And so we'll have a pitching change. We'll go ahead and take a break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Chambers has blown their lead. It is four to 4-3. Lee Scott over the Rebels with a pitching change here at John Mills Field. We'll be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Well, a pitching change here at John Mills Field for Chambers Academy. Braxton Yerda's day is done on the mound. He had just the one strikeout and has given up four runs here in the bottom of this third inning. And got some clarification on what happened uh, with Landry Cochran, who was in the middle of the at-bat, and I, I must have missed the call. It was catcher interference, and so that's why he was walked and able to take a first base. And uh, Lee Scott has since then walked in the run, and they now lead Chambers 4-3 to three in the bottom of this third inning with still just one out. So Lee Scott in business right now. Bases are loaded, and that brings in Coker, who is now on the hump for the Rebels. And the righty delivers. It's low and away for ball number one. It's Pelzer, or excuse me, it's Hayden Harper right now up to bat for Lee Scott. Again, he flew out his first time up playing shortstop today. He's got a 1-0 count with just one away. Bases are loaded here for the Warriors. And able to zing that one in. Wanted to call the strike, did the ump. He made the motion and then changed his mind. And Chambers Academy fans are not too happy about it. 2-0 count on Hayden Harper. Coker delivers. And that one's going to get called for a strike. A late call from the home plate umpire. But it is now a 2-1 count on Hayden Harper. 
the point guard in basketball. Short stop here today for Lee Scott. That one is in the dirt for a 3-1 count now on Hayden Harper. Another walk would be another run for Lee Scott as they lead Chambers Academy 4-3. Bottom of the third, Hutch Sprayberry on deck for the Warriors. Here's the 3-1 from Coker. And it's a ball, and that's another run for Lee Scott. Lee Scott came into the inning trailing 3-0. They now lead 5-3 thanks to a big homer for Cade Hudson and a lot of walks here down the stretch for Chambers Academy. It's a 5-3 lead for Lee Scott. Brings up the nine-hole hitter Hutch Sprayberry who started this inning with a hit by pitch. Coker delivers the first to him and catches that corner inside strike number one. Still just one away, bottom of the third. Cade Hudson on deck, who hit the big two-run home run to get Lee Scott back in the game. And that one slowly gets in there, hits home plate just about on the way in. And a 1-1-1 now across the scoreboard. One ball, one strike, and just one out in the bottom of this third inning. Sprayberry, bats left-handed, high off his shoulder, takes a rip at it, can't get there, strike two. So a 1-2 count now on Hutch Sprayberry. Again, Cade Hudson on deck for Lee Scott. Coker works quickly now. Slings it in, and it hit him again. Sprayberry, two at-bats, two hit-by-pitches. He'll take his base and brings up Cade Hudson again. Another run scores for Lee Scott. They lead 6-3 to three now on Chambers Academy. And... Everybody's wondering, can Cade Hudson do it again, this time with the bases loaded? Hudson so far, a fly out, and then the two-run shot back in the beginning of this inning. As Lee Scott looking to extend that 6-3 lead, bases loaded for the right-hander. And looks like it caught the inside corner, called strike one. Hudson batting now, Garrett West on deck, who has two walks on the day for Lee Scott. Second pitch, and it hit him in the foot. Hit Cade Hudson in the foot. Didn't, didn't have much momentum behind it, but it did hit him. And how about another run for Lee Scott? They lead 7-3 to three on Chambers Academy, and the bases remain loaded, and it's seven runs here in the third. So pitching has got the better of Chambers so far today. They came into this game, had not allowed a single run in four games. Well, that streak came to an end pretty quickly here in the third as Lee Scott has put on seven runs in this third inning. They lead the Rebels 7-3 to three as Garrett West comes up to bat for the Warriors. And a call strike one for the first pitch on Garrett West. Again, has two walks so far today. And a called ball, so one's across the board again, and all this still with just one out in this third inning. Coker peeks over at third, fires, and it's tipped away. Foul territory for Garrett West, and now 1-2 on the right fielder. I appreciate you all tuning in on AU100, au100fm.com, and the AU100 app for Lee Scott Baseball. Coker leans in, looking for the call. Comes up and delivers, and that's ripped foul territory way back towards softball and hit in between a ton of people. I don't know how it didn't hit anybody, but hopefully everybody's okay over there. We'll do it again at 1-2. 
Coker leans way in. Quick draw and release. And it hit him in the elbow. That one hurt. I heard that one from here. That's another hit by pitch. That's three in a row since Coker stepped onto the mound. And another run comes in for Lee Scott. It's eight to three Warriors on top of Chambers. And Chambers coach going to come out and talk to the home plate umpire a little bit. Not sure what the argument is. You're hitting batters left and right. And a conversation is had. Base is still loaded. And now Lane Eden steps up for Lee Scott, who had a single his last time up. See if the trend continues of hit by pitch. It's three in a row for Lee Scott. Base is loaded. They lead eight to three over Chambers. Bottom of the third, still just the one out. That's ripped high, popped up into, into the infield. Pitcher comes up under it. Coker makes the grab, and two away now for Lee Scott. It took a long time for that ball to come down, but now two away in this third inning. As Jake Cummings steps to the plate now for Lee Scott's got a walk, was thrown out at second, and then a strikeout on his day so far for the left fielder. Base is still loaded. If he's able to do something with it, Sam Jackson on deck for Lee Scott and rips it into the glove of the catcher. It's a first called strike. Luke Carver still back behind home plate for Chambers Academy. Coker peeks over at third and delivers its high. Evens up the count at one. Bases are loaded. This has been a long third inning for Chambers Academy in the field. It was Yerda, the starting pitcher, who was eventually pulled, and Coker has come in and hit a couple of batters. He did get the out and gets a second strike right there, swinging on Jake Cummings. And now a quick one-two count. Two away, bottom of the third. Lee Scott's damage has been done already. They've scored eight in the bottom of this third as they have an 8-3 lead over Chambers. Coker leans way in, brings the glove high above his head, and fires. And that's hit. A little blooper into center field. Caught in between it, and it's off the glove. And it's down for another base hit. One run scores. Two run score for Lee Scott. And they've opened this thing up wide open. It's 10-3, Lee Scott, thanks to a Jake Cummings single. A blooper into right center field, if you will. Gets down off the glove. And Lee Scott up 10-3 on Chambers. Didn't have a lot of oomph behind it, but it didn't need it. It was enough. Had a little spin on it, if you will. And Lee Scott extends their lead. They came into this thing down 3 nothing. How about a, a nice grab by the shortstop? Comes up, makes the throw to first base. Holy smoke. Sam Jackson hit a bullet over to short. He made a backhanded play. Did Coker. Well, no, it wasn't Coker. It was a shortstop, excuse me. Makes a backhanded play, throws it over to first, and that's how a long third inning comes to an end. Lee Scott trailed 3 nothing. They now lead 10 to 3 as we head to the fourth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. 
Not every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. At the start of the fourth inning, Lee Scott takes a commanding 10-3 lead, scoring all 10 runs in the bottom of that third inning on Chambers Academy. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And a reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Well, Lee Scott, again, they went into that third inning trailing 3-0. They now lead 10-3 thanks to a bat around in that inning. Everybody batted. A couple of them batted twice. Started with a Hutch Sprayberry hit by pitch. Cade Hudson with a two-run shot over the left center field wall. And then a hit by pitch, or a walk, a single, another walk with an RBI, and then walk after walk after walk is how Lee Scott has gotten to this 10-run lead or this 10-run inning and a 7-run lead over Chambers Academy. And the first pitch is a dribbler up to first base. Going to come up to it, toss it to the pitcher, and one and away. I don't think he stepped on it. He didn't. He missed first base. It is Drew Guy who is in it pitching now for Lee Scott. Harrison Short's day is done with four strikeouts, so he had an impressive day. A little slow start, giving up those three runs in the first inning, but able to settle in nicely. He ends the day with four strikeouts, three earned runs on his resume. But Drew Guy now in pitching, and he got the toss, had the out, just didn't tap on the bag quick enough. And that is a, uh, it's, it's a base runner now for Chambers Academy. First pitch in a swing and miss from Bryson Haley. That's Jones, who is over there on first base right now. Haley up to bat, struck out his first time up, did the first baseman for Chambers. 0-1 count on the right-handed batter. Facing the right-handed pitcher, Drew Guy. Kicks and fires. Good-looking pitch, couldn't get the call, and it's a 1-1 count now on Bryson Haley. After Haley, it'll be Yerna up to bat on deck, the designated hitter for the Rebels. Drew Guy looks back at first base and fires, and a hard hit ball down the third baseline. Hudson was too far over, and that's all the way to the wall in left field. That was a hard hit ground ball. Can't come up with it in left, and everybody will hold up at second and third. So a nice piece of hitting right there from Bryson Haley. Pulls out the double, and runners in scoring position now for Chambers Academy. Still nobody out. And we're going to have a have a sub come in. Number three, Eli Pritchard subs in for number 12, Yurna. So he is up to bat now. 
Yerda had just the one strikeout in his one at bat today. And the first pitch from Drew Guy is a ball. Runners on second and third. Nobody out here in the top of this fourth inning. Lee Scott leads Chambers 10-3 to after all 10 of those runs were scored in the bottom of the third. Guy peeks over to third and delivers and can't catch the corner. It's 2-0 now on Pritchard. Drew taking his time on the hump. Now kicks up, ready to go. Peeks over to third again. Kicks and fires. Good-looking pitch. Drew Guy gets the first called strike. It's now 2-1 on number three, Eli Pritchard, the right-handed batter. Chambers scored all three of their runs in the top of that first inning on starting pitcher Harrison Short. But after that, Short shut them down with four strikeouts, and his day is done. And Drew Guy has taken over here in the fourth. And that's a blooper into right. It's going to get down for a base hit. Comes up with it. One run will score for Chambers, and they'll stop him on the corners thanks to a single from Eli Pritchard. He run, bats in a run, and it's now 10-4. to 4. Lee Scott leads Chambers Academy. And that'll bring up Cole Baker, the ninth slot hitter for Chambers Academy. Had a single his last time up thanks to an error, so he's able to get on because of that. Uh, the ninth hole hitter for Chambers Academy. Runners on the corners for the Rebels. And lays it. the pitch was high, tried to lay down a bunt, popped it into foul territory down the first baseline, stopped about halfway there. And Baker taking his time, getting back into the batter's box. Guy stares in, peeks back at first. Does a double take and delivers. And that's low. Good stop behind home plate from Lane Eddins to prevent that one from getting to the wall. With runners on the corners, could have been, could have been a run scored from third. 1-1 one, one count now on Cole Baker. Drew Guy checks back at first. Kicks and fires. That's hit hard into left, and catch is made as he takes a knee out there left, able to make the grab is Jake Cummings. Runners will stay put, and a big out there for Lee Scott. One away here in the fourth inning as Kyle Hand steps up now for Chambers Academy. Runners still on the corners, one away. Runners on the corners, one out, 10-4 to four is Lee Scott's lead over Chambers Academy as we are back to the top of the batting order for Kyle Hand, who has a ground, two ground outs. The second one was into a double play as the runner on first thought about going, did not, ball was in the dirt, 1-0 count now on Kyle Hand. It is Braxton Yurta, number two on deck for the Rebels. Chambers already scored one here in this fourth inning. 
looking to cut into a 10-4 deficit against Lee Scott here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. As the sun begins to set, clouds continue to roll through as Drew Guy throws it over to first base runner, able to get back. No play to be made. Beautiful evening for baseball. Temperature is absolutely perfect. As Kyle Hand sticks his hand up for a pause, steps back inside and puts the bat up on his shoulder. And called for time again. Maybe trying to play a little mind games right now with Drew Guy. Steps out for a practice swing. Steps in left and right. And now ready to go. Drew Guy after a long pause. Here's the 1-0. And it's outside. Good stop again from Lane Eddins. And now a 2-0 count, still one out, top of this fourth inning. Chambers has runners on the corners. Hey, tempo, tempo, let's go. Guy checks over at first base. And fires big swing, can't get to it, it's Kyle Hand. And it's now a 2-1 count. And that's what you need right now if you're Lee Scott trying to get some contact in the infield and turn two and get out of this inning. Guy gives a side eye over to first base and delivers. And hit back into the net, and that evens up the count at two apiece. A strikeout would be big for Drew Guy looking for his first one of the day after replacing starting pitcher Harrison Short, who had four. The batter hand steps back into the box, ready to go. Bat off his shoulder. 2-2 count. Drew Guy peeking over at first base every time. Nods the head and fires. And it's into the dirt. Good stop again from late ends. He's had a couple of those so far. And 3-2-1 on the scoreboard. Three balls, two strikes, one away here in this top of the fourth. Again, Braxton Yurta on deck for Chambers if they avoid the double play here. A little bit of a breeze kicking up from our back, and it's high and hit him. Hit him in the back shoulder. He dipped out, tried to dip away a little bit. He's hit by the pitch. He will take a base, and that will load him up for Chambers Academy with just one away here in this fourth inning and brings up Braxton Yurta, who has grounded out and struck out so far today, looking for his first hit, and this would be a heck of a time for it if you're Chambers Academy. Looking for contact on the ground in the infield again if you're Lee Scott. Trying to turn two and get out of this inning. You're in a jam right now. Bases loaded. Drew Guy first pitch and a little high. Can't get the call. Ball one. Braxton Yerda was the starting pitcher today for Chambers Academy. End of the day with one strikeout. Here's the 1-0 pitch to him. And reached for it, got a piece of it, sends it into the backstop. And a 1-1 count, one's across the scoreboard now, one ball, one strike, and still just one out in the top of this fourth inning. Bases are loaded for Chambers Academy. They've got a chance to cut into this 10-4 deficit against Lee Scott. With the second hole hitter, Braxton Yerda. The 1-1 from Drew Guy. 
and it's hit hard right past the second baseman down for a base hit into center field. One run will score, and they'll hold everybody up as they throw it in. But Yerda gets his first hit of the day. It's an RBI for him, and Chambers now half of Lee Scott. It's 10-5. Warriors on top of the Rebels, but Chambers trying to make a comeback here in the fourth inning. They've scored two already. And that'll bring up A.J. Barnes, who has a walk and a strikeout, so he is looking for his first hit of the day as well. And Lee Scott's going to call time, going to have a little mound visit here. And as they do that, we'll take a quick break, a little 30-second break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. You're listening to Lee Scott Baseball. They, they lead Chambers Academy 10-5 to here at John Meals Field. This is Lee Scott Baseball. Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. And it looks like we're going to have a pitching change for Lee Scott as Drew Guy's day is done. He came in to relieve Harrison Short and gave up a couple of runs, uh, gave up a couple of hits as well, and his day will be done as looks like it'll be Landry Cochran to come in and Take the mound for Lee Scott wearing number 10. So again, Drew Guy's day is done. Landry Cochran will step to the mound for the Warriors. We'll see what he can do. With the ball in his hand, he'll take a couple of practice pitches. And as we do that, kind of just to give you a, a summary of what we've seen so far as Lee Scott leads Chambers 10-5 here in the top of this fourth inning. Still just the one out as Chambers uh, in business right now. And they started this game with a 3 nothing jump on Lee Scott. Uh, it, they used uh, it was a two, they had two outs quickly in, in that first inning. And then just like that, they had a walk, a hit by pitch, a double, a single, and they drove in three runs off of those. And they took a quick three nothing lead over the Warriors. And then it was, uh, it was pretty slow going for Lee Scott offensively. And then all of a sudden, in that third inning, they scored 10 runs, all 10 of their runs in that third inning. Started with a Hutch Sprayberry hit by pitch. And then Cade Hudson sent one deep, about 350 over the left field wall for a two-run shot, and Lee Scott just pounded them from there. Walk, a single, a strikeout, had another uh, single, multiple walks. They had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six in a row before anything, before the inning was finally over, and Lee Scott was able to rack up 10 runs in that third inning, and then here on the top of this fourth, after Harrison Short's day was done, starting pitcher for Lee Scott, Drew Guy came in, a uh, couple of hits, couple of runs, and it's now 10-5, to five, Lee Scott, so with the pitching change, it's now Landry Cochran on the mound for the Warriors. And that'll bring up A.J. Barnes, again, looking for his first hit of the day. Has a walk and a strikeout so far for Chambers Academy, but bases are loaded with just one away, so a chance to do some damage and get back in the game for the Rebels. 
First pitch for the right-hander, ripped foul territory against the wall over there down the third baseline, and it's 0-1. Barnes has been active on third base today, made a couple of plays. He's missed a couple of plays as well that led to some of those Lee Scott runs. Dark clouds continue to roll back behind the woods along the wall in the outfield. That's another hard-hit ball down the third baseline foul and an 0-2 count as, as the outfield getting direction right now from the coaching staff telling them where to go. This ball is going left more than likely. He's ripped two of them down that, that sideline just now. And so down that baseline, it's, it's going that way. Cochran trying to get his first strike out of the day. And it's in the dirt. Good stop again from Lane Eddins. He's had a great day behind the plate. He has stopped multiple balls. Um, one or two have gotten by him, but uh, after, other than that, he has had a fantastic day behind the plate so far. Here's the one-two from Landry Cochran. Bases loaded. Hit hard and fair ball. Fair ball over the third baseline and... Coach Hudson cannot believe it. One run scores, two runs score, three runs score for Chambers, and it's a triple for A.J. Barnes. And just like that, Chambers is back in the game. It's 10-8, to eight, and head coach Tim Hudson cannot believe it. He can't believe it. It was a bang-bang call. As the ball was hit hard down that third base line, we knew it was going that way, and it hit went over the third base bag, and I just don't know. It's a 50-50 for my angle, to be completely honest with you. And Chambers is pumped. Lee Scott not happy about it. And just like that, it was 10-5. It's now 10-8, and Chambers back in the game with a triple for A.J. Barnes and a three-RBI triple at that. Big-time hit for A.J. Barnes. And a big give up for Landry Cochran on the mound. As that'll bring up Coker, who bats in the fourth spot, the shortstop for Chambers Academy, looking for his first hit as well. He's been hit by a pitch twice, both when Harrison Short was on the hump for the Warriors. So we've made it interesting here in the top of this fourth inning as Lee Scott's lead has been cut to two. It's 10-8 to eight over Chambers now. Cochran fires the first pitch. It's high for ball number one. Cochran wide stance on the mound. Checks over at third. Slowly fires it in. And can't get the call. 2-0 now on Coker. Just the one runner on third. It's A.J. Barnes after he cleared the bases with a three RBI triple to cut the lead to two. Cochran kicks and fires. Ground ball up to third. It's Kate Hudson comes up, throws home, throw is there, tag is made, and a big out to save a run. Good looking play from Kate Hudson. Gets it to Lane Eddins, makes a clean throw, clean tag, and that's a run saved for Lee Scott. As Coker does get to first, but Lee Scott saves the run. And it's now two away in the top of this fourth inning. And that brings up Luke Tarver, number five, who bats in the five spot. Has a double with an RBI so far today. Cochran fires, big swing, and can't make contact for strike number one. 
Tarver two for two so far today. If he's able to get on, it'll be Jones, number 14, on deck, the right fielder for Chambers Academy, who is also two for two on the day. The 0-1 from Cochran. And he throws over to first, decided not to throw it to scare the runner a little bit. Cochran's got an 0-1 count. Delivers. Slow roller swung out way in front of it. Did Luke Tarver can't get there, and it's an 0-2 hole. This would be a big strikeout if Cochran could get it, or a big out in general, as Chambers has made this interesting. As it's now 10-8, Lee Scott over Chambers. 0-2 count now on the fifth hole hitter, Luke Tarver. Cochran delivers, runner goes, and it's off the catcher's, it's off the ground, off the catcher's chest. Runner goes from second, he turns, gets about a halfway to third, and decides to turn back. But runner does advance, does get to second, and that's really about the only second passed ball I've seen all afternoon from late Eddins, and it was a tough one to make. It bounced right in front of home plate in the dirt and hit off his chest and popped straight up into the air. He had no idea where it went, and he was able to find it once he ripped his mask off. Runner goes from second to third, able to steal that as well, and a runner in legit scoring position now for Chambers Academy. And time is called. Time is called on the field as Kate Hudson's going to be called in by the official and not too sure what's going on. I'm going to see if I can hear or see what's going on. Hudson called in by the umpire. Tim Hudson called out as well. And maybe something was said as the runner went from second to third. And not sure what it is, but there's a coaching moment going on right now. And, again, something must have been said uh, from Cade Hudson to the runner on third. And the umpire had seen enough, so calls it in. They talk about it, and everybody goes back to where they were. So a little delay in the game, but we are back. As it's still Tarver up to bat, and it's Coker again over there on third. He's made his way around from first to third. One-two count now. And Cochran can't get it to catch the edge. It's now 2-2. Two -two. Two's across the board. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs for Luke Tarver, the batter, for Chambers Academy. Lee Scott looking for a big out here. Trying to secure a 10-8 lead over Chambers here in the top of this fourth inning. Cochran steps off the mound. He'll reset. Cochran. Cochran steps his stance in, kicks and fires. It's low off the chest, and a good stop again from Eddins. He has had a great day back there. It was off the dirt, off his chest, but able to keep it in front of him, keep the runner at third, and it's now a full count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs here on the top of this fourth inning. Lee Scott leading Chambers 10-8. Coming up for the Warriors in the bottom of this fourth inning, it'll be Landry Cochran, Pelzer, Reeves, Hayden, Harper, the three batters for the Warriors. Got to get there first. Cochran delivers the full pitch. Full count pitch, and it's a high walk. High fourth ball. It's a walk. Runners on the corners now. And that'll bring up number 
Number 14, Jones, who is two for two on the day so far for Chambers Academy, has runners on the corners. And we're going to have a pinch runner come in for Tarver being the catcher. He'll go in and start getting his catcher's equipment on and uh, see who's going to come in and run for him. Not 100% sure. But still two outs here in the top of this fourth inning. Lee Scott's given up five in this inning, trying to close it and get to the bottom of the fourth. Where again, they'll have Cochran, Reeves, and Harper, the sixth, seventh, and eighth hole hitters coming up for the Warriors once they get to the bottom of the fourth. Cochran on the mound, pitching to Jones. The left-handed batter. Wide open stance. First pitch. He lays off of it. And it's 1-0 now. one -oh count on the left-handed hitter, Jones. Two for two on the day, including a two-RBI single his first time up. The 1-0 from Cochran. It's low. And stopped again from late Eddins. And Ed's going to come out and talk a little bit to his catcher, Cochran. Just talk about this and see, see what the game plan is. With a 2-0 count, two away, runners on the corners for Chambers. What does Lee Scott do to get out of the inning and bring up the bats again, who have been sitting for a little bit now with this longer fourth inning for Chambers? But you can make the argument the bats sat for Chambers for a long time in that last inning where Lee Scott put up 10 runs, and it didn't affect them one single bit. They put up five here in the top of this fifth inning. Here's the 2-0 now from Concord. Kicks and fires, and it's high for a 3-0 count. It was Harrison Short who started the day on the mound for Lee Scott. Then Drew Guy came in. Gave up a couple of hits, couple of runs, and now Landry Cochran in the ballgame. Trying to get out of this fourth inning. Runners on the corners. 3-0 count now to Jones, and it's high. A four-pitch walk, and that'll load him up for Chambers. And another timeout called. As head coach Tim Hudson will walk out to the mound. And it looks like we may may have another pitching change. We'll see see what the call is, and it is. Cochran's day is done. We'll see who comes in. We'll take a break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Warriors on top of the Rebels, 10 to 8 here in the top of the fourth, two away. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Leake County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Look out, Gory's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams.
but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gordy's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day, or delivery is available. Gordy's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gordy's Furniture Express, your express way to save me. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. So another pitching change for your Lee Scott Warriors as they have a 10-8 lead on Chambers Academy here in the top of the fourth inning. It'll be Pearson Little, number two, to take the mound for Lee Scott. He'll be the fourth pitcher of the day for the Warriors as they are trying to get out of this fourth inning. It's been a long top of the fourth for the Warriors. They've given up five in the top of this inning, and it's a slim 10-8 lead now over Chambers Academy. And so Pearson Little, who will take the reins on the hump now for Lee Scott. Bases are loaded with two away in the top of this fourth inning. Warriors trying to get to the bottom as Bryson Haley comes up to bat for Lee Scott. He is one for two on the day. Big swing and a miss on, on the first pitch. It's strike number one. Pearson Little, very impressive last season when I called some of these games as well. Moves the infield around just a little bit. The lefty delivers. Good looking pitch. Can't catch the corner. It's a 1 1 count. Left handed pitcher versus the right handed batter. But bases are loaded. Lee Scott clinging to a 10 8 lead. Here's the 1 1 from Little. In there. Good looking pitch. Can't get the call. Ball number two. It's a 2-1 count now. Still two outs here in the top of this fourth inning. And a reminder, it'll be Landry Cochran, Pelzer Reeves, and Hayden Harper up to bat for Lee Scott in the bottom of this fourth inning. Here's the pitch. Catches the inside corner. Good look at 2-2. And it's twos across the scoreboard. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Pearson Little in for relief. Can get the Warriors out of a jam. Two balls, two strikes, two outs for number two on the mound who steps off, does Pearson Little, and will reset. Sun setting back behind the press box. It's a beautiful evening in Auburn. Here's the 2-2. Slow roller got him to go out for it. Ball's on the ground. Got to throw to first, and they make the play. Over at first base, they wanted him to touch home. It didn't matter. Got the out at first, and Pearson Little comes in and gets the out. We head to the bottom of the fourth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott leads Chambers 10-8 to on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. 
The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Game action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. As we head to the bottom of the fourth, your Lee Scott Warriors lead Chambers Academy 10-8 here at John Mills Field. We've had a couple of long innings here. After a quick start, Chambers jumped on Lee Scott 3-0 in the first, had a couple of scoreless innings, and then in the bottom of the third, Lee Scott exploded for 10 runs to take a 10-3 lead. But just like that, Chambers comes back in the top of the fourth for five runs of their own. And that's where we sit right now, Lee Scott 10, Chambers Academy 8 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. I appreciate you all tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app tonight as Lee Scott looking to move to 3-2 and two on the season against an undefeated Chambers Academy team here at home. It's been a very exciting game, lots of action. Uh, it's been long so far, uh, lots of uh, very extended innings so far for both of these offensive squads. And to start out the bottom of this fourth inning, we'll have Pearson Little come in for Landry. He replaced him on the mound. He also is replacing him here in the batting order as well. So Pearson Little, his first at bat of the night, and lets it go by for ball number one. And it's still Coker on the mound for Chambers Academy. Came in to relieve Braxton Yurda. Second one is low and away for ball number two. It'll be Pearson Little, Pelzer Reeves, and Hayden Harper, the three batters to start the bottom of this fourth inning for Lee Scott with a 10-8 lead over Chambers. And just sneaks it in there for strike number one, a 2-1 count now on Pearson Little, who came in relief to pitch, and he got the, the Warriors out of a bases-loaded jam and came in at the right time and prevented a couple of more runs, and that one catches the outside corner. Went from 2-0 to 2-2, just like that. Two balls, two strikes for number two. Pearson Little batting left-handed now. And it's away for a full count. It's always strong when you can get a leadoff hitter on base, whether it's with the hit, the walk, whatever it takes to get that leadoff hitter. It's so big, especially at this level, high school baseball. If you get that leadoff runner with some strong bats that we know Lee Scott has, and there it is, a leadoff walk, laid off of a tough pitch, able to do so, and Pearson Little will jog down to first base. Chambers not happy about it, but Pearson Little takes a base, and that'll bring up Pelzer Reeves, who has um, he's got he's got on base both times today, and so we'll see what he can do with a runner on first. Pelzer steps up to the plate. Hayden Harper on deck. Sprayberry in the hole for Lee Scott. Pelzer 
Looks at the first pitch and takes it low in the dirt for ball number one. Pearson thought about taking second, but jogs back to first. Lee Scott 10, Chambers Academy 8. If you're a fan of scoring baseball, this is it right here. Second pitch inside, takes off for second. No, comes back, thrown away down the first baseline. Pearson's going to take off and run. No, it's not Pearson. They subbed in a runner. He's going to take off for second. He gets there and is able to get there off the wild pitch. And it is J.D. Burns who is in running for Pearson Little. So my apologies, didn't notice he was subbed in, but it is J.D. Burns running for Pearson Little now. He gets to second off the throwaway down the first baseline. So a runner in scoring position now for Lee Scott. And the pitch is in there. Good looking strike. For Chambers Academy, showing bunt is Pelzer right now. Right-handed pitcher, right-handed batter. 1-1 one, one count now for Pelzer Reeves. And it's inside for strike number two. Pelzer very impressive this year on the football field for a state championship winning Lee Scott Academy Warriors. Quickly now as Coker delivers, tries to catch the outside corner, can't do so. And a 3-1 count now for Pelzer. Runner still on second base. It is Hayden Harper on deck for Lee Scott. Runner on second. It's low and it's a walk. And it's back-to-back -back walks to start this inning now for Lee Scott. Hayden Harper, he walked his last time up. See if the streak continues. Harper will get a talk from the third base coach, figure out a little game plan. Runners on first and second. He'll step into the box. Hutch Sprayberry on deck, who is not hasn't really had a chance to swing the bat yet, been hit twice by a pitch, and we'll have a mound visit from Chambers Academy. Not sure if we're going to have a pitching change or not, and it looks like we will. So we'll have a pitching change for Chambers Academy. We'll take a break here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott on top of Chambers 10-8. to They've got runners on first and second looking to make some noise here in the fourth inning. This is Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Action is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. So a pitching change for Chambers Academy. They will replace Coker with Jones, number 14, who has been playing in right 
So he will step to the mound. He gets some practice pitches in, some warm-up pitches, if you will, for Chambers Academy with runners on first and second for Lee Scott in the bottom of this fourth inning. Warriors lead the Chambers Academy Rebels 10-8 to in trying to make some noise here in the bottom of this fourth inning, extend that two-run lead on the Rebels. And again, Jones out of right field, where number 14 will come in to replace Coker, uh, who was unable to record a strikeout, gave up a couple of walks right here uh, in this fourth inning. And so we'll see what the new pitcher has for Chambers Academy. Again, it is Hayden Harper up to bat now with Hutch Sprayberry on deck for the Warriors. So Harper steps up. Into the batter's box, facing a left-handed pitcher now. And tries to lay the bunt down, and it's going to roll here in foul territory right in front of us on the other side of the wall for the first strike. Runners on first and second. Still nobody out in the bottom of this fourth inning. Lee Scott looking to add on to their 10-run performance in the third inning here in the fourth. Big lead at second base. That pitch is in the dirt, gets past the catcher, able to actually keep it in front of him. Runner is off of second and able to cut back is J.D. Burns. It is Burns and Reeves, your two base runners right now. As Hayden Harper has a 1-1 count. Sprayberry on deck for the Warriors. Pitcher Jones. Stares back at second, kicks and fires. Got some heat on it. Can't get it inside, and it's 2-1 now. Harper with a fly out and a walk so far today for Lee Scott. As the sun is starting to go down, it's starting to get dark out here, but the lights are bright here at John Mills Field, and that is high and outside for a 3-1 count. A little bit of a breeze to our backs. And a beautiful night for baseball in Auburn, Alabama. We avoided the rain for the most part as that catches the inside corner for a 3-2 count now on Hayden Harper. Harper the shortstop wearing number 8 or wearing number 7. He bats number 8, excuse me. 3-2 count, still nobody out. Here it is. Hey, hard right at Right at him. Oh, right down the right side, right to him in the glove. And unable. Oh, they did. They tagged him up at second as well. So just like that, two down. As they moved, had the second baseman standing over there on the right side, hit it straight into his glove. Can't do anything about it. They were able to throw out J.D. Burns as well at second and turn two just like that. So Hayden Harper with the fly out to second. They turn two at second base, and just like that, there's two away in the bottom of this fourth inning as Hutch comes up swinging, can't get to it, strike one. Pals are still on first base for Lee Scott. Two away now, bottom of this fourth inning. Hutch thought about it, hits the dirt, stopped, and rolls out to the pitcher for a 1-1 count. If Sprayberry is able to get on, it's back to the top of the order for Cade Hudson. And we've got a time called by the infield umpire. And we've got a pinch runner coming in for Lee Scott, looks like. And it looks like it's going to be Brandon Martin, number five, to come in to run on first base for Pelzer. 
And that ball was off the glove, and he'll take off to second base. He's able to get there. Catcher comes up with it here behind home plate near the backstop. And a good take from Hutch. It's now 2-1 with a runner on second for Lee Scott. They lead Chambers 10-8 here in the bottom of the fourth inning, looking to extend on a two-run lead. As the pitcher, Jones, stares back at second, turns and fires high for a 3-1 count. Pitcher Jones taking his time on the mound, stares back at second, does a double take, kicks and fires, does a lefty hit hard into center field. He gets all the way back to the wall, is under it, and makes the grab. Does Kyle Hand, and that's how the fourth inning comes to an end. Lee Scott unable to add on to their lead. They lead 10-8 over Chambers. We head to the fifth here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. So at the start of the fifth inning, Lee Scott leads Chambers Academy 10-8 here at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And there at the end, Brandon Martin, number five, came in uh, for Pelzeries. He is in at second base is Brandon Martin. It'll still be... Uh, Pearson Little on the mound for Lee Scott. He came in in that fourth inning after uh, Chambers had scored five. He came in with one out to get, and he was able to shut him down and get out of the inning. And so just like that, Lee Scott back to the field. Pearson Little on the mound and delivers the first pitch. Big hack at it. Can't get to it is uh, for Chambers. And it's Eli Pritchard, number three, who had a single with an RBI last inning. He's up to bat for Chambers Academy. Second pitch, can't get to it. Pearson Little pitching with some heat right now, and it's a quick 0-2 hole for Pritchard, number three. Pearson Little, the lefty, stares in. Checks the dugout and fires. Three pitches, three strikes, and it's a strikeout. The first one of the day for Pearson Little. Pearson Little comes in, gets his first strikeout of the day on three pitches, three swings, and one away here in the top of the fifth. And this now Cole Baker, number 10 in the ninth spot. Takes one a little high for ball number one. Baker has a single and a flyout so far today 
for Chambers Academy. Rebels trail Lee Scott 10-8 here in the top of the fifth. Pearson delivers and cannot get to it. They're just behind him right now for strike number one. It's ones across the scoreboard. One ball, one strike, and one out here in the top of this fifth inning. And it's completely dark out now. Lights are shining bright here at John Mills Field. Here's the 1-1. Can't get to it upstairs. It's 1-2 now. Pearson Little looking for another strikeout. Nobody on. One away. Top of the fifth. Pearson Little is dealing on the mound right now for the Warriors. Sets up, kicks, and fires for the lefty and rips it into the net. Is able to get under it just a little bit. Is Cole Baker to stay alive at 1-2. It's Kyle Hand on deck for Chambers Academy. Little stares him down, kicks and fires. Slowed it down and got him to chase after it. How about another strikeout for Pearson Little? His second on the day, and they cannot figure it out right now. Two away quickly now here in the top of this fifth inning as the top of the lineup back up for Chambers Academy. Double zero Kyle Hand, who has two ground outs and a hit by pitch today for the Rebels. Pearson sends the first pitch in, has some heat on it, can't get the call. Ball number one. one -oh count, two away for the one-hole hitter, Kyle Hand. Looking for his first hit of the day. Here's the 1-0 -oh from Little. It's a little low, and it's called a ball. Pearson Little, the fourth pitcher we've seen today for Lee Scott. Started with Harrison Short, then Drew Guy, Landry Cochran, and now we have Pearson Little on the mound. Here's the 2-0. Good-looking pitch, catches the inside corner, strike one. 2-1 now on the leadoff hitter, or the one-hole hitter, I should say, Kyle Hand. 2-1, two, two outs, top of the fifth, nobody on for Chambers. They trail Lee Scott 10-8 here in the top of this fifth inning. It'll be the top of the order coming up for Lee Scott. In the bottom of this inning, Little tried to slow it down, couldn't quite fit it in there, 3-1. And again, it'll be the top of the order coming up for the Warriors. In the bottom of this fifth inning, Hudson, West, and Eddins, the three up for Lee Scott. The 3-1 for Pearson, stares down the batter, kicks and delivers. Hit hard into the gap, base hit into left field. And so a base hit for Kyle Hand gets his first hit of the day and keeps the inning alive for the Rebels. As Braxton Yurta steps up now. One for three today. Has a single and an RBI so far for the Rebels. But a, got two places to go if you're, if you're Lee Scott. About a two-step lead over on first. Pearson faces him, stares him down, and delivers. Hit hard down the right field line, and it's going to be pulled foul into the woods over the fence over there. Hit hard, just couldn't keep it in play, and it's 0-1. Braxton Yurt also started on the mound today for Chambers Academy. 
If he's able to get on, it'll be A.J. Barnes, who had a big three RBI triple in the last inning for Chambers. Here's the pitch from Little. It's high, and it's 1-1 now. One-one count, runner on first, two away, top of this fifth inning. Lee Scott still leads Chambers 10-8 here at home. And Little steps off the mound to reset. Battling with Braxton Yurta right now. First time they've seen each other today. Little likes the call, nods his head. Stares at first, kicks and fires. And again, a little high. And it's 2-1 now for Braxton Yurta. Where's number two? Bats in the second spot today. As Lee Scott adjusts the outfield a little bit, moving them to the left. And Little throws over to first as Hand able to get back in time. 2 1 count, two away, top of this fifth inning. Lee Scott leads Chambers 10 to 8. And again, the top of the order coming up for the Warriors in the bottom of this inning. Hudson, West, and Eddins. Little delivers, gets it to catch the corner. It's evened up at two, and it's twos across the board. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Pearson Little looking for his third strikeout of the day. Takes his time, ball in the glove. Stares at first, kicks and delivers. And it's a dribbler up to Pearson Little. Snags it with the glove, turn, fire, got it. And able to get out of the inning. We head to the bottom of the fifth. And again, the top of the lineup coming up for the Warriors as they try to extend a 10-8 lead over Chambers. This is Lee Scott Baseball on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsobrook with Alsobrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsobrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsobrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. As we start the bottom of the fifth inning, your Lee Scott Warriors lead Chambers Academy 10-8, and it is a ball game right now here at John Mills Field. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Top of the order due up for Lee Scott, Cade Hudson, Garrett West, and Lane Eddins. One, two, and three, the hitters to start the bottom of this fifth inning. And to start the day, Chambers jumped on Lee Scott three to nothing in the first inning. And you thought, oh man, not a great start for Lee Scott, but they were able to hold their own. And then in that third inning, they exploded for 10 runs in the bottom of that third. And then Chambers was able to cut into that lead significantly with five runs of their own in the top of the fourth. And that's where we sit right now. 10 runs for Lee Scott, eight for Chambers Academy. 
as the Rebels are yet to be defeated this year, 4-0 and to start the season. Lee Scott sits at 2-2, two and two, looking to pull up above 500, but got some work to do, trying to extend the lead here in the bottom of this fifth inning. And it'll be Kate Hudson, the one-hole hitter, the third baseman for Lee Scott, who has a fly out, a two-run shot, and a hit-by-pitch so far today. Temperature dropping a little bit here as the sun has completely gone down. Wind picks up a little bit. First pitch to Hudson gets a piece of it into foul territory. Strike one. And it is still Jones on the mound for Chambers Academy. He came in relief last inning out of right field. Here's the 0-1 from the left-hander. And may have hit him. No, I think Hudson was able to kind of dance around it a little bit as it was in the dirt around his feet, avoided the hit. For a 1-1 count. And Hudson got the scoring going for Lee Scott. When they were down 3-0, he hit that long home run over the 345 out there in left center field as that pitch is in the dirt for ball number two. He got the offense going for Lee Scott today with that two-run homer. And they never looked back in that third inning. And that's outside off the catcher's glove into the backstop for a 3-1 count now on Cade Hudson. Garrett West in, in on-deck circle for Lee Scott. And got to be a called strike. Hudson doesn't agree with it. He, just, he tossed the bat, was starting to run. And didn't agree with the call. Home plate umpire nods his head and said, yes, it was. And that is a full count now on Cade Hudson. 3-2. Nobody out still in the bottom of this fifth inning. The lefty Jones. Glove above his head. Kicks and fires. And it's in the dirt. Bounces into the catcher's chest. And that will be a walk for Cade Hudson. A leadoff walk for Lee Scott in the bottom of this fifth inning. So Garrett West up to bat now, has gotten on base all three times thanks to walks. He was walked officially twice and hit by a pitch his third time. And so he's still searching for his first hit, but he's been on base plenty of times today. All three times he stepped up, he's made it there. Pops this one high into the infield, down the first base line. First baseman gets underneath it, can't make the grab. It hits in, in play, runner takes off Hudson, able to get to second. And just like that, Lee Scott starts off with two base runners. It's a, a pop that thing sky high, did Garrett West, and couldn't make the play over at first. And just like that, Lee Scott has two base runners on. It is uh, it's A.J. Barnes who's playing first base right now. He started at third. He's now since moved over to first. Couldn't make the play, and Garrett West able to get on base. And now runners on first and second. For Lee Scott. And a quick mound visit from the catcher. Luke Tarver for Chambers talking to his pitcher Jones as Lane Eden steps up for Lee Scott. Started with a ground out into a double play, has a single and a fly out since. 
Runners on first and second. First pitch is high to end. It's a 1-0 count. Runners on first and second. Still nobody out here in the bottom of this fifth inning. Lee Scott looking to extend a 10-8 lead on Chambers Academy, bottom of the fifth. It is Jake Cummings on deck for the Warriors. That pitch is low in the dirt for ball number two. Eddins had a very good day behind the plate so far. Has stopped just about everything that's come his way on the defensive side. Looking for a hit here. Pitcher Jones stares back at second, turns and fires high and inside. It's a 3-0 count. As Chambers has had a couple of pitchers today as well. Started with Braxton Yerda, then it was Coker who came in, and now it is Jones on the mound for Chambers Academy. It's a 3-0 count now. And delivers, can't get it in, and it's four pitches, four balls, and a walk, and the bases are loaded for Lee Scott. So Jake Cummings with a big opportunity to extend a two-run lead for Lee Scott in the fifth inning. He has a walk. He was thrown out, a strikeout, and a single. So Jake Cummings looking for his second hit of the day. This would be a big one here. Nobody out. Bases loaded. Contact scores here for Lee Scott. Quickly now for Jones. The first pitch is high. But a nice stop for Luke Tarver, able to save at least one run. And with the speed of Lee Scott, maybe a couple. The left-handed pitcher, Jones. Working against the right-handed hitter, Jake Cummings. And he takes the second one high out of the glove. Runners thought about going and decided not to. It's Cade Hudson on third. For Lee Scott, bases loaded. 2-0 count now for Jake Cummings looking for back-to-back -back hits in this baseball game. Cummings batting Sam Jackson on deck for Lee Scott. Jones facing the batter straight up, glove high above the air and fires, and is able to catch that inside corner for strike number one. Two-one count for the left fielder, Jake Cummings, and takes another ball high. It's a three-one count now. One more would walk in another run, which is how the last four runs have come in for Lee Scott as Chambers walked him in. A big pitch here, a 3-1 now from the lefty Jones. And can't get it in the hole, and it's another walk, and it's another run for Lee Scott. They extend the lead 11-8 here in the bottom of the fifth. So Cade Hudson will score after coming all the way around. He was walked and made it all the way around. It's now 11 to 8. We'll have a mound visit. And not sure if we're going to have a pitching change or just a, a conversation on the mound. We'll see what the game plan is for Chambers Academy. But that brings up Sam Jackson for Lee Scott with a three-run lead. Bases continue to be loaded for the Warriors. And a mound visit. We'll see what the conversation is, what the decision is. 
for Chambers Academy, but very impressive offensively for Lee Scott again. It took a couple of innings to get it going here, but in that third, they exploded for 10. They've been very patient uh, in letting pitchers really just work around them and walk them when they need to, and for the most part, that's how most of the runs have been scored today is off of walks that Lee Scott has drawn. Uh, of course, you had the Cade Hudson two-run homer, but most of these runs have been scored off of walks, hit by pitches, and just patience on offense, and it has paid off today for Lee Scott. So we'll see. Still a mound visit going on for Chambers as the entire infield is on the mound right now. And we'll see what the decision's going to be. But, man, it's been... It's been a fun game. It's been beautiful weather. We avoided the rain. Had a couple of drops there at the beginning, but uh, that has avoided us. The, the temperature dropping a little bit. Nice breeze. Uh, just a, a beautiful night for baseball here in Auburn as the fans have showed up and showed out for Lee Scott and for Chambers Academy. Uh, there is full. It's standing room. People on both sides watching softball back behind us. Baseball over here on this side. As Chambers decides to leave Jones in on the mound. So a long conversation with the entire infield. But he will remain on the mound as Sam Jackson steps up to bat for Lee Scott. Bases loaded here in this fifth inning. Comes up and takes a hack at it. Can't get to it. Strike one. And here's what's important. Nobody out in this fifth inning yet. As Lee Scott looking to extend a three-run lead. Cummings takes the 0-1. It's in the dirt off the catcher's chest, and runners had a chance to run, and they're going to stay put as the catcher comes all the way over here. Does Luke Tarver near the wall to try and save it? Lee Scott had a chance, but they're going to leave the runners put for now. So a 1-1 count now on Sam Jackson, who has a single today. That led to an RBI. Here's the 1-1. And it's high. Good eye for Lee Scott. You've got to give them credit. They've done that really, really well today. They've sat on the bad ones and waited on good pitches. And they've let Chambers walk them time and time again and let them pitch them balls and have not taken anything bad. And there's the 2-1. It's outside for a 3-1 count. And according to my records, I have one strikeout on the day for this Lee Scott offense. That's it. Just one. And that's strong. And it was, as a matter of fact, it was Jake Cummings, the only strikeout on the day for this Lee Scott team. So very impressive with the bats today. 3-1 now. Hits it hard into center field. Going to have to make a play. Can't get there. It's to the wall. One run will score for Lee Scott. They round third. Going to try for two. They're going to round third and try for three. Run comes into second. The throw is there. It is not in time. Lee Scott scores three on a big-time hit to center field for Jake Cummings, and Lee Scott has extended their lead 14-8 here in the fifth. Big time play for Lee Scott offensively. They score three more runs. It's now 14 to eight here in the fifth inning. As now it was Landry, remember he was batting sixth here in the lineup, but he has since been replaced by Pearson Little. Remember Landry was in uh, to, 
to pitch a little bit and then was replaced by Pearson Little. So he is now in about another mound visit. Maybe a change for Chambers. Going to try to figure out uh, what is going on. Uh, another mound visit as Jones has given up some walks, given up some hits, and given up some runs as well. And his day will be done. And we'll see who takes the mound for Lee Scott. They extend their lead 14-8 to here in the bottom of this fifth inning. Over Chambers Academy, we'll take a break. Be back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott leads 14 to 8 over Chambers here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. So a pitching change for Chambers Academy after Sam Jackson with a huge three RBI double to the wall. Lee Scott extends their lead 14 to 8 over Chambers Academy. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. As uh, trying to figure out who has been subbed in for Chambers Academy. And it is number nine. I believe, I believe it is Barnes, but I do not have confirmation on that. Right-hander throws it towards Pearson Little, gets him to swing at it, can't get to it, strike one. Again, Pearson Little in for Landry Cochran, who replaced him on the mound and replacing him in the order as well. And Pearson Little actually walked in his one bad attempt so far today. And rips that one back near the parking lot, back behind everything. For a quick 0-2 count now on Pearson Little, the left-hander. If Pearson's able to get on, or after him, rather it will be number five, Brandon Martin, who will be up to bat for Lee Scott. Here's the pitch. It's high outside for ball number one. And it's number nine on the mound right now for Chambers Academy, Pearson Little batting for Lee Scott. He's got a one-two count, still nobody out. And it hit him, hit him in the foot. Hope he's okay. And he'll jog it off as he gets down to first base. Another hit-by-pitch taken from this Lee Scott team. Again, patience has been the name of the game today for them on the offensive side. As Pearson will take a bat, or he'll take a jog down to first base. And Brandon Martin, number five, will step in for his first bat attempt of the evening. As Pearson will be subbed out, he'll have a runner for him. Trying to see who that is. And it looks like it's J.D. Burns. 
number 12 to sub in for Pearson Little on the on the bases. Still bottom five here at Lee Scott Academy. Warriors lead the Chambers Academy Rebels 14 to 8. And Brandon Martin gets his first bat attempt of the evening and rips it and can't get to it. Strike one. And number nine is Hayden Hendricks now for Chambers Academy on the mound. Appreciate the information. That is a big swing and miss for Brandon Martin and a quick 0-2 hole for him. So Hendricks on the mound for Chambers Academy in relief after uh, Jones was taken out. And he's got an 0-2 hole on Brandon Martin for Lee Scott. Runners on first and second, takes a hack, can't get there. Strike three on Brandon Martin. First strikeout for him, just the second of the day for Lee Scott as Hayden Harper now steps up to the plate for Lee Scott. Harper a walk and two fly out so far today. One away, bottom of the fifth, runners on first and second for the Warriors. And the first pitch tries to lay down a bunt and goes behind him in foul territory. Strike number one. After Hayden, it'll be Hutch Sprayberry on deck for Lee Scott, who's been hit by a pitch twice today. 14 to eight is Lee Scott's lead over Chambers, bottom five. 0-1 count on Hayden Harper, just one away with runners on first and second. And that's a slow roller, hits the dirt, runners will advance to second and third as the ball gets away from the catcher, Luke Tarver. So one's across the scoreboard now, one ball, one strike, and one out. Bottom of this fifth inning, Lee Scott scores four already in this inning, extending their lead and looking to do some more damage with runners in scoring position. Harper sets up and gets ready and takes a hack at it and gets it down for a base hit in right field. One run will score. They'll hold up at third, and they'll have runners on the corners as Sam Jackson comes around to score after his big hit. As he drove in three runs, he comes around to score himself. Hayden Harper gets his first hit of the afternoon. So 15-8 to eight now. Lee Scott leads Chambers Academy. And brings up the nine-hole hitter, Hutch Sprayberry, who again has been hit by a pitch twice and has flown out today. So looking for his first hit is the left-hander. And back to the top of the lineup after this will be Cade Hudson. And takes the first pitch in for ball number one. Runners on the corners for Lee Scott, first and third, with a 15-8 lead, almost doubling up Chambers here in the bottom of this fifth inning. Hendricks, the right-hander, delivers. Got some heat on it. Can't get it in the zone, though. 2-0 count. So a number of pitchers today for both sides. I believe both are on their fourth pitcher now. As it started with Yurta, then Coker, Jones, and now Hendricks. As that is lifted into left center field. Going to get into no man's land, and it's down at the wall. One run's going to score, and they're going to hold up at the bases. No, they're going to turn it three. Thought they were going to hold, and they're coming in, and it's a two-run hit. Two-run double, that is, for...
for Sprayberry, and two runs will score now for Lee Scott and make that 17-8, thanks to Hutch getting his name in the, in the uh, stat column with his first hit of the afternoon. 17-8, Lee Scott's lead over Chambers Academy. And back to the top of the lineup we go. Kate Hudson steps in for Lee Scott. He has the two-run home run today. That is what started it all as a 17-run performance so far for Lee Scott. Seven of those coming here in the bottom of this fifth inning. And Hudson takes a first pitch strike right down Broadway. Runner on second for Lee Scott. Still just one out in the bottom of this fifth inning. As Garrett West is on deck after Kate Hudson. And that's high, gets away. Runner will advance from second to third. So good, good heads up base running from Hutch Sprayberry. Gets into true scoring position now for Lee Scott. Runner on third, 2-1 count now for the one-hole hitter, Cade Hudson. Just one away, bottom of this fifth inning. Hendricks kicks and fires. And good-looking pitch inside, strike two. Hayden Hendricks, number nine, the fourth pitcher so far this afternoon. Kicks, turns, and delivers. And it's a dribbler from Kate Hudson up to the shortstop. Has to make a running play. He's able to throw it over. Gets the out at first, but another run will score. As Hutch Sprayberry comes in from third, Kate Hudson's able to get the run in. And it's an 18-8 performance, and that'll do it. Lee Scott leads by 10. They win by 10 here as the fifth inning. It is over. Lee Scott blows this thing open here in the fifth inning, scoring eight of their 18 runs in this fifth inning. And that is your ball game. Lee Scott improves to three and two overall, handing Chambers their first loss of the season. Warriors win 18 to eight. Lee Scott wins 18-8 after trailing 3-0 in the first. We'll talk about it in the post-game show coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Lee Scott Warrior Athletics live here. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network. Welcome into the Orthopedic Clinic post-game show here at Lee Scott Academy as your Lee Scott Warriors defeat Chambers Academy 18-8 and a run rule here in the fifth in just five innings. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network here on the Orthopedic Clinic post-game show. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Well, a slow start for Lee Scott offensively and defensively. Chambers jumped out on the board early three to nothing after the first slow couple of innings and then Lee Scott exploded in the bottom of the third for 10 runs thanks to what started by a hit by pitch from Hutch Sprayberry in the nine spot a 350 foot home run for Cade Hudson over that left center field wall a two-run shot is what started it all and then Lee Scott scored 10 in the bottom of that third inning that's what blew it open for a 10-3 lead but on the defensive side, they gave up some runs in that fourth inning. They let Chambers score five after a couple of pitching changes for the Warriors. And it was a 10-5 lead, then 10-8, just like that. It was a two-run game, and Lee Scott blew it open again in the bottom of that fifth inning. Thanks to Pearson Little coming into relief to finally close this thing out. He gets a couple of big strikeouts. He ends with two on the day. And Lee Scott explodes for another eight runs in the bottom of the fifth inning. And they win on a run rule 18-8 in five innings. Warriors move to three and two on the season. Chambers now four and one. That was their first loss of the year. Also the first time they've given up a run this year. So big time win for Lee Scott as they can look ahead to a tournament this weekend. Uh, you look over some of the final numbers. Harrison Short, your starting pitcher today, ended with four strikeouts. Pearson Little, who was the fourth one for the day, came in and ended with two. Some really big pitching. Came in, had a couple of pinches as well, and able to get out of those. Uh, you look at the hitting numbers. Kate Hudson with a two-run home run. Lots of walks drawn from this team today. That's really what kept them in it and really what led to a 10-point run rule victory. Uh, you had Jake Cummings, who had two hits, or a hit. You had Sam Jackson with a big three RBI double there late to extend the lead. And really just a lot of walks and hit by pitches. Patience on offense is what won Lee Scott this baseball game today. They defeat Chambers 18-8 to here on a beautiful, beautiful Thursday night for baseball in Auburn, Alabama. And really just uh, excited to see what this team does throughout the year. 
and uh, really excited to see how how this team performs as we get going in this season. This was our first broadcast, and I'm excited for the rest of them as Sam Jackson ended with four RBIs today. So a big performance for number 11, Sam Jackson, the first baseman. Big-time performance for him today. And you look at our broadcast schedule coming up, and again, we will not be at the tournament this weekend, but our next broadcast will, it was supposed to be, right, it was supposed to be uh, that there was a game against... Uh, there was a game on twenty on the 28th. It was going to be on Tuesday. That has since been moved, so our next game will be next week. Uh, it'll be late next week for this Lee Scott team. We will be playing uh, next week, so looking forward to that. Stay tuned on the uh, Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. Be sure you check us out at au100fm.com. You can find the full broadcast schedule there as well. Lee Scott defeats Chambers 18-8 to here in the Varsity Boys Baseball game. They get a nice win here at John Mills Field. That's going to do it, though, here on the Orthopedic Clinic postgame show on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Looking forward to what should be a very fun year for Lee Scott Baseball. They defeat Chambers Academy 18-8 in five innings. I'm Jacob Goins here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Until next time, stay safe. I'll talk to you later, and go Warriors. been listening to lee scott warrior baseball brought to you by auburn express towing on the lee scott sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic sponsored by the orthopedic clinic auburn express towing also brook law group the Gouge performing arts center auburn bank and russell building supply this broadcast is copyrighted by radio alabama for the private use of our audience any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.